Immediately a man was nailed to the cross, he lost all his rights. And if you ever get nailed to the cross, you'll lose all yours too. We love ourselves so much. And who are, we, who are we talking about now? Unbelievers? No. So-called believers who have never understood what it is to take up the cross and put self to death. See, because in the last days there's going to be very little preaching about the cross and death to self-life. And so, when there's no preaching against death on death to self, self is going to flourish in the lives of many Christians. They won't even know that you cannot follow Jesus if you love yourself. I don't ask people if they're saved anymore. Who isn't saved? From the White House to the Jailhouse. <clears throat> I'm asking you, is Christ, does Christ live in you? Christianity is the only religion in the world where a man's God comes and lives inside of him. that short for a reason this is tom richardson with the removing confusion podcast and today we have a special guest it is june the 9th 2023 we haven't had mike on here for quite some time mike lines from the uh, world turned upside down podcast is with us today thankfully and uh he's kind of my my tech guru guy I can go to. We're going to discuss some things today that I think are quite relevant. Uh, we're just going to dive right in, see where it goes. We don't want to waste a lot of time listening to me try to figure out what we're doing today. Mike and I haven't really talked about too much about what we uh, are going to talk about today. I think we've prayed about it. We've we've done our study on the different things that we're going to hit, but. Uh, a lot of it's going to have to do with deception. A lot of it's going to have to do with uh, righteous or unrighteous living. And uh, as usual, it'll be heavy on Bible, low on our opinions. Mike, come on in. Hey, Tom. Good to be back with you. It is always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. We go way back. <laughs> I, I use you in a lot of my uh, sermons that... I give here and there of things that that we, you and I got into that uh, that, oh that caused us to get our feathers all kinds of wet, but uh, we 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 made it through. And and you know, it's always about you know. That remember uh, a long time ago, we we had a little deal going on with some other folks, and we were, we were trying to do a good thing. It was a music festival. Me and Mike and these other guys were doing, and it ended up like usual. And I, I, I can say this because none of them are listening, and it's the truth. We did almost everything, and they did literally nothing. <laughs> and it got frustrating, and uh, I went for a walk one day. I said, Mike, I got to take a walk. And I went for a walk through the old iPod on, started walking and praying, and th what am I going to do? Lord, what do you want me to do? And I just felt like it thundered in my ears and said if it if something takes you away from me you need to flee it you need to run from it and you know that's not like i heard an audible voice or anything it's just that you know scripture that we've all read uh submit yourself therefore unto god resist the devil and he will flee from you sometimes you have to do the same thing you have to walk away well we we stayed the course with that deal and 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 kept the thing going but uh i think that was the last year we did it <laughs> i really do probably so i think it was one with the motorcycle running everything it was just too yeah. much and and uh it, it was it, it got to where it wasn't fun anymore but that's not what we want to talk about today so, so wait a minute i want to ask you a question though when you tell the story though do you change the names to protect the guilty no I leave their names out anyway, because half the time I can't remember them. I just said, there's Mike and these other guys. Yeah. <laughs> that makes it so much easier. And, you know, nobody over here knows them except uh, Barb anyway. So it all works out pretty well. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, there's a lot of miles between Mike and I right now. He's on one side of the state and I'm on the other. So it's it's that's one of the downfalls of where I live now. But uh we still we still keep in pretty good contact 
when I don't have him running all over the place going on vacation or something. <laughs> but, and, you know, there's fishing season too, so, you know. But, it uh, is. That's true. We have, we have, uh, uh, we talked about this, uh, right? I talked about this the other day, uh, the agenda of what's going on for the month of June in the United States. And it really does irk me. And I think it irks just about any good Bible believing Christian. And I, I said that with, uh, <clears throat> that's kind of a caveat, right? Bible believing God fearing, um, there's a passage or a verse of scripture. I think that everybody in the world has probably heard at one time and usually misquotes it while they do it. But Proverbs 16 verse 18 says, pride, pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. <clears throat> yeah. Now, I want you to kind of, if you want, Mike, you can comment in on that, and we can discuss the fact that that doesn't necessarily have to be a individual. It can also be a nation. Mm-hmm. What say you? Well, I, I mean, obviously, the proverbs are full of wisdom. Um. And, and this this verse in particular, uh, verse eighteen, right? It was verse eighteen. Yeah. Um, you know, all through this, I, I like. I even like the one before it. The high. This one says, "The highway of the upright avoids evil. Those who guard their ways preserve their lives." Mm-hmm. Pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. Better to be lowly in spirit along with the oppressed than to share plunder with the proud. That's good, too. Yeah, there's so many in here. But, you know, I, I just every time I turn on or every time you, you turn on the TV, you're going to see this mess that's going on right now. And Pride Month. And it just makes me cringe. Actually, it kind of makes me cringe when when people tell you you should have pride in this or that. Well, <laughs> maybe you shouldn't take so much pride in it because it's not under your own power that you're able to do anything. It's because of the abilities and the gifts and the talents that God gave you, not under your own power. And pride is clearly, it's, it's looking inward. It's saying that, look what I did. Look what I'm capable of. It's not recognizing what God enabled you to be able to do. And this whole thing when you look at this satanic uh, month that's been set aside by some people, keep in mind it is some people, it's not the majority of people. I think the majority of people are sickened by it, but um, you have this agenda that's being put forth and pushed and pushed and pushed. I sent you something earlier today and it was from a restaurant that is as well known to people. I, I won't even mention it unless yeah. you want to mention yeah. it, but um, Cracker Barrel is pushing this whole thing. Like there's a, there's a place for you if you're uh, of the sodomite persuasion. And that's what I'm going to call it. <laughs> I'm refusing to call it gay or anything like that. LGBTQ plus it it's sodomy. And it leads down even darker paths than that. And, and we know that it happens because more and more you can find the news of where these perverted people are doing things to children. And so in essence, when you're pushing this thing and trying to be inclusive or whatever, you are pushing something, an agenda that eventually leads to pedophilia. And so, yes, the, the, the pride issue can be applied to a person or it can be applied to a nation. Or, and, you know, or as you've made a pretty good point, a group. A group. Yeah. And I even have problems with, I mean, don't get me wrong, and we've talked about this before. I really like a lot of the stuff that President Trump did while in office, policy wise. But I never could get on board with saying, make America great again. There's just something 
that doesn't seem right about that. And I'm sure somebody out there is going to be offended by me saying that. I don't care because that's not what we should be striving to do. Uh, it kind of almost leans into that whole pride thing for me. But, I mean, that's a different topic. But. Well, I'm sorry to cut you off. <laughs> when no, it no, comes no. When it comes to Donald, there's nothing but pride there. Yeah, that's and, true. You know, I like him. Uh, as a leader, he, I think, you know, he did it, he did a good job or as good as he yeah. could, you know, with, with all the acting, <laughs> under uh, the circumstances, ac- acting cabinet members he had, cause he couldn't get confirm confirmation, uh, on a lot of these fellas and ladies, but, um, you know, he, he always liked to talk about himself, you know, and that, yeah. that just, my wife and I both, it just turned us off, you know, all right, get to, get to hear him talk about donald again look what i did look Mm -hmm. what i did look what i did look what i did and Mm -hmm. you know if if another guy was in there it probably wouldn't have happened that way but uh again it's all about me 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 uh i heard a guy say this once before uh some people just have an eye problem you know (laughs) i did this i did that i did the other you know and you know, the more that we focus on what we can do, I, I like how you said that, it, that, you know, there's people who, I don't even like it, you know, and I know they don't mean anything. Okay. We're not trying to be judgmental or condescending to people, but when you, when you start to think about just how much God hates pride, you start to think twice about how you use the word. Uh, I'm so proud of my kids. I'm so proud of this. I'm so proud. You know what? Uh, you got to be careful with it. You got to be mm-hmm. careful with it. You know, uh, I I would say I'm blessed that my kids yeah. are such a way. I don't have any kids, by the way, uh, but my dogs, you know, they, they count, I guess. But, you know, I'm blessed by my grandchildren. I'm blessed that I have them, you know. And, and you know, as a Christian, oh, well, there's the problem. You people always want to have your own language, but it's, it's, it's a, it's like, if you go back, I I just talked about this in church Wednesday night. Uh, God took the smallest nation available. Usually in, in many ways, more than one, there was less of them, uh, by number. And, you know, I'm not being mean to the Jews either, but they were little people. I mean, the, the average man was in the, you know, five, seven or eight. And, you know, the Egyptians were like six, five, you know, and, and all these giants that were in the promised land and all that. But, you know, God took them and, and he took them and he, he gave them the rules and the laws. And we look at it and we're like, good Lord, you know, I'm glad I don't, I'm, I really am glad I don't have to deal with all that. But he did it for a reason. He was trying to change their way of thinking. And that's what we have to do, I believe, on our side. You know, I don't take for granted my salvation. I don't take it and say, well, I've got it. Now I can't lose it, you know. Uh, and I, don't, I really don't believe that God takes away the gift of salvation from you. He doesn't say, oh, well, you sinned. You lose it, you know. But you can give it back. Uh, yeah, or you can continually go into sin where uh-huh. then I wonder if you were ever saved at all. But, again, that's too judgmental. But the thing of it is, is uh, again, we need to get familiar with Scripture, all of it, Old and New Testaments. And, you know, he says you'll have the mind of Christ. And, and you know, that doesn't just happen at the snap of a finger. You know, he, God knows we're humans and he placed this computer in our, in our head that does need to be reprogrammed mm-hmm. into the, his way of thinking. You can't have the mind of Christ without studying, I believe, the mind of Christ. Now, it's salvation, mm-hmm. yeah, we're saved. And, and there's a change, there should be. But then, you know, it's a constant, it's a continual thing. What, 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 what do we call that? Sanctification. That's a, I think too many people throw that one out because they equate, equate salvation to a one-time event, one-time prayer for 10 seconds, yeah, a one-time baptism, whatever the case may be that 
your particular denomination claims is the the right way. Um, they, they make it a singular event. And once you've done that, you've got your golden ticket and that's it. But quite frankly, that's throwing out sanctification completely. Yeah. And I just point at one other thing. You know, you said you're talking about an eye problem. Yeah. Me, me, me. Yeah. Too many people who uh, inhabit pulpits and churches around America have an eye problem. I would agree. You can hear it when you listen to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guys that inhabit, as you say, <laughs> the, yeah, the TV pulpits are horrible with it. I did this. I did that. I, 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 you know, the Benny Hinn thing, you know, I I could feel it in my hand and I threw my hand out and a ball of fire came out. Okay. Really (laughs) idiot. Uh, Those, those guys really bother me because they've, they've taken the, the gospel and made it into, yeah, I, I don't even know how they, I don't even know how they come to salvation when they bring people around, you know, they, I guess everybody that's in their, uh, big old mega, you know, revival things, whatever they call that, uh, meetings, they're all saved. They just, they're just sick and they need to be touched for $500. I think it's just uh, the only requirement is whoever showed up gets counted. Yeah. And and has $500. Right. To get on the stage with Benny Hinn cost $500. I, I, I wouldn't would, give you five dollars. I, I had a friend of mine who uh, uh, that played drums with us in church over there in Dayton, and that's what he told me one time. He said he had he had contracted, uh, or is that the right word to use? Yeah, he 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 got MS, and mm-hmm. uh, he uh, he had a buddy of his said, "I'll take you." You know, Hen's coming to town up there, Troy or something. He says, "I'll take you. I'll pay for it." He says, "Nah." He says, "I'm not going to do that." thankfully and and uh he he's but 500 bucks and they'd get you on stage oh of course they would <laughs> you and, get a certificate and a picture too maybe an autograph <laughs> uh, well you, you you're probably on on film forever you know having you blow yeah. on you and you fall down or yeah. smack hit, you in the forehead you had that hand hit you with his coat I, I was watching the other day. I, I, should get, I don't want to get off on a rabbit trail. I was watching the other day. I, I, Ernest Angsley hour. I didn't watch it for an hour, I guarantee you. That's a dude over here. He's on my side of the state here, but he's been around forever in Akron. And he, he, he was I think I've the, seen that guy. Oh, he's, he's horrid. He, he's absolutely horrid. I, I, toupee, you know, 800 years old. And he used to, you know, put his hand out there and slap him in the forehead, you know. And it's a, it's yeah. such a show. It's so stupid. <sighs> Let's get back on track. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to. Divert. No, you're fine. <laughs> Wait, you you were you were, just, you're you're good. I, it's just easy. I'm, I got I got. I know. made a I made a snarky comment about the pulpit inhabitors, and that's what led us down this track. <laughs> my my ADD kicks in, you know. Um, Proverbs seventeen fifteen uh, is another one that I I picked out and I told Mike we're going to look at this. This that's all that's the only thing we talked about was some of the scriptures that we were going to look at, and this one jumped out. I mean I have a I have a a, a bunch of tracks. I buy tracks. I hand them out, and uh, I had one here. It says where will you spend eternity? And we may we may go into that a little bit later uh, as we close today because that is a very important question that we all need to ask if you don't know christ where will you spend eternity and inside of it it had this verse and it says in proverbs seventeen fifteen, he that justifieth the wicked and he that condemneth the just even they both are abomination to the lord not only do the ones who do it the ones who are, the, as my, my, my brother said, and I, I'm with him 100%, the sodomites that mm-hmm. do it, that are part of it, if you, can, if you condone it, and in other words, you, you know, I'm, I'm reading King James, I'm old, he that justifies the wicked. If you can sit there and say, well, you know, love is love. 
Everybody loves somebody. You're justifying a very wicked lifestyle. And that is an abomination to the Lord. Not only them that do it, but you that justify. Go ahead, Mike. That's where the uh, the libertarian mindset has sort of sent this country yeah. that we live in, the United States, has sent it down the toilet because the big libertarian line has always been, well, we shouldn't be concerned about what people are doing in their own bedrooms. Well, where has that gotten us to? Now it's spread so far out that it's being taught to kindergartners oh and, and little children. I mean, this is this is sick. This is a... a uh, it, it's satanic. It really is. It, it is. It is. And everything that's happening right now, if you weigh it and look at it through a particular lens, you can see that what it is, is it's, it's Satan's way of sort of getting back at God, if you want to call it that, and taking that which is was created by God and twisting it to be the complete opposite. And destroying the image of God and what God created, it all goes back to that. the The attack on the family. I've I've often said this. I've preached it. You know, I I do preach a bit. That that is the 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 one thing that Satan has always been after. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you go clear back to Genesis, uh, you know, you see where. It, you know, my wife and I were talking about this the other day. She says, did it ever say that Adam and Eve, that was his wife? And it does say that. I don't know mm-hmm. the exact verse. Now, I think it's in, uh, Genesis 2, verse 27-ish or something like that. It says Adam was there with his wife, basically. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's a family, a husband and a wife. You can't have a wife without a husband, right? And... Mm-hmm. uh the the big the big target as for the devil i think has always been to tear that apart you know uh, if he can do that which he's been pretty pretty good at here in the last uh, 62 years uh i think it was 1961 when the uh the, the easy route to divorce came through People were still getting divorced before that, but in 61, they made it easier. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a, a, like the annulments and the disillusion thing came in. Oh, you just sign a paper. It's all over, you know? And then, you know, of course, down the road was uh, the uh, the abortion rights. And then you come mm-hmm. into the 2012 when we have the uh, homosexual marriage rights. Uh, no mm-hmm. such thing. No, same no. sex, no such thing. Not in the eyes of God. You can't. That's the whole thing. Try to change the definition of marriage. Mm-hmm. And if you can tear that apart, which they have done, mm-hmm. you can tear this whole country apart. People, everybody will be at their, at each other's throats. And and that's pretty much how it's been for at least the last, what, five years, six years? really ramped up. I mean, it was getting bad before and people have always been contentious, but it's really gone just like loony. Um, well, not to, not to get into the political spectrum, but you know, I always, no, there's no problem with that. Cause that's correlation where there. <laughs> that's where it's at. We, uh, we look at the, the things and, and the compromises that have happened and the way that things have gone, especially like you said, in the last few years, um, and it, it just, for example, the abortion thing and destroying marriage and all this stuff, the transgender thing, um, it's, it's all about, it's a and it's, it, I kind of think that, that this is my opinion, that God's judgment is opening up the borders and letting all these countries, uh, full of people who are continuing to procreate and having multiple children come into the country where people are, you know, just mutilating themselves or getting abortions or getting divorced or whatever. Um, it's kind of like a judgment on us because we are not as a country, uh, sustaining our population in terms of birth rate. No, but all the, all the Islamic countries and the Latin American countries and, and those countries, they, they are. And now, 
they get to come here and take over. And you look throughout history, many of the countries and kingdoms that that uh, fled from God, uh, the judgment was that they were taken over, conquered, and eventually ruled by other nations. Well put. Babylon. And that's what's happening. Babylon. Mm-hmm. Turn your back on God. Mock God. God's, God will not be mocked. Is that Galatians 6? You can look that up, Mike. Uh, (laughs) but, uh, God will not be mocked and, Mm -hmm. you know, Belshazzar or whatever his name was, was mocking God. Go get those golden things that we stole from the Jews over there in in Jerusalem and we'll drink our whiskey and our wine out of it. And while he was doing that, the handwriting was on the wall. Literally, you have been found wanting, you have been found weighed in the balance and you're done. And what happened? Mm-hmm. He was done that day. And, right. you know, it just, you go, then next is the Greeks. The Greeks were so into this same kind of a lifestyle uh, that fell, they fell apart. The Romans, the Romans ruled for a long time. But the Romans, same thing. I mean, they opened their borders and let the Goths and the Visigoths and everybody else come in, the barbarians and whoever else. And before you knew it, they were outnumbered by their enemies mm-hmm. and they just kind of imploded. Mm-hmm. But the, again, that, that homosexual sodomite thing was going on with all of these people. I don't know about the Babylonians, Babylonians so much, but the Greeks and the Romans, both they played that game and, and there's a guy, uh, that wrote a book, uh, it's just not a real big book either. It's Frank Johnson, I think. Doctor Frank Johnson. He was uh, a historian, biblical historian, and he wrote a book about things that, about the flood of Noah. And in that, I remember reading. He says he talked about homosexuality and a nation, if they accept it into their law or just accept it, as then sooner or later they they crumble. And every one of them that did, did. Mm-hmm. Uh, to go along with the last piece of scripture we read, I think this is another one. You'll know this one. Uh, Romans 1, verse number 32. Who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, and not only the same, but those who take pleasure in them that do. Mm-hmm. You know, the, all this stuff that, yeah, I can't, you see it on TV, man. You flip on a show, it's, there's always, it's like a central figure starts to pop out. And, and, mm-hmm. you know, I can't accept that. <laughs> I'm sorry, just don't. I hate it. <laughs> I really do. And I think part of the problem we have, uh, if we want to switch gears a little bit, is the fact that the church has been asleep for a long long time the church that used to stand up for stuff and say no we we can't have that not here they've just you know stepped back and said well they're going to pass the laws anyway we'll just let them do it you know and why is that you know why is that now i'll I'll throw you a i'll throw you a, a softball mike the fact that we have not one church body, you know, Christ is one body of believers, but we have all these different ones, Baptist, Methodist, mm-hmm. Episcopalian, this one, that Presbyterian, Lutheran, Church of Christ, Church of God, Church of uh, horses and mules, whatever, <laughs> you know, it's, and they're all factioned to a yeah. point where they don't work together. They can't because they've come up with their own set of rules, their their own ideals, their own belief. Mm -hmm. And you don't believe what I believe, so we can't even discuss it. Mm -hmm. What do you think of that? Well, I think that, uh, you know, when you look at that, here's number one. If if you experience a, a church, we'll call it a church, yeah, 
because in some cases it's just the name only um, or a building. Um, when you have those that will say we're not a denomination, well, guess what? You're a denomination. <laughs> how, how There's no such thing, you know? Right. And uh, like Jesus prayed for, for unity that I'm paraphrasing here that they may all be one, you know, John 17, uh, John 17. Um, and it's, it's strayed so far off into man-made tradition. And don't forget this one, personal preferences. If, if you know, everybody thinks that the church is like Burger King, you, you got, I got to have it my way. Good way uh, to course, put it. You know, if, uh, another if they place. have it my way now, I won't yeah. go there either. Yeah, you'll have a, you have to hang up a rainbow flag or something. Um, eat the, eat the but they have gone. Up. Yeah. Uh, did you see the latest? I have to mention this Go because maybe somebody who's listening out there is not aware of this. They're not aware that Burger King is just totally off the rails again. They, yeah, they were doing this thing in June where instead of having a, a top bun and a bottom bun, which you know are different, right? Uh huh. They were putting a bottom bun on the bottom and a bottom bun on the top oh. and a top bun on the bottom and a top bun top bun on the top. So you because, get sexualized hamburger. Yes, exactly. Doesn't that make you hungry for a hamburger? <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I haven't eaten it, at one of those places in probably 10 years. You're when, not missing. When they started skidding, I was, okay, I'm done with you. Yeah, and there's so, so many. And it seems like right now every business has lost their collective minds and are um, are, are sort of placating to this very small minority. Uh, I, but I guess the fact of the matter is, let's just take a for instance, look at all these businesses. Most of them are usually owned by the same parent company. Mm -hmm. Like everybody gets all bent out of shape about the Bud Light thing. If you don't know what's going on with that, it's, you know, they have this transgender, which is fake. Was that uh, Dylan Mulvaney that did that? Too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they did this commercial with him and everybody was getting bent out of shape about it. And their sales have just like tanked. Uh, and so everybody's like, oh, boycott Bud Light and Anheuser-Busch. Well, if you actually look at it, uh, there's like half of the 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 alcoholic beverage companies, the different names, the different brands are owned by the same company, the same company that owns Anheuser-Busch. So it's who, like, who does own them anything. now? It's you, a company called InBev, I-N-B-E-V. I didn't know that. In Europe. Yep. I do research on stuff like this because I get bored. Well, that's fine. That's why you're here. So anyway. I, I can learn something. I, I was yeah, thinking, so was, I, I just thought it was BlackRock because they own everything. Well, that's probably true, too. They're probably the number one stockholder. <laughs> if you keep tracking it back to the very top of the spider web, that's who Black the spider or, is. Or Vanguard. Yeah, but Vanguard. Be, don't forget that. You know, even, even Tucker Carlson is mentioning them now, which is kind of cool, but we've been talking about them for years, so it's not news to us. No. Well, see, Tucker but, got, got out of the... Uh, what is that Sinclair 77 or whatever mm -hmm. that, uh, <laughs> I forget how many it was. It's Sinclair. Uh, what was, what, what's the, uh, communication corporation owns almost every news channel out there. Oh, it's, it's, you know, so on one hand you want to say, well, I'm going to boycott this and that's great. I mean, I love the idea of trying to avoid things that are promoting an agenda that we don't agree with. Send a message. And that's great. But when, you know, 75% of the companies are all owned by the same parent and all pushing the same thing, how you, you won't be able to eat any food. You won't be able to drive a car. You won't be able to, to, uh, to go to any stores nope. because they're all owned by the same company. And, and, and plus, you know, Bud, Bud like takes it right on the chin because of their right there in the open and Whopper King and all those other, but yeah, yeah. you got Walmart Kroger yeah. giant Eagle. I mean, whoever, whoever it is, you know, 
different states. Super Duper, uh, Piggly Wiggly. I don't know. Maybe Piggly Wiggly stayed out of it. I don't know. But they're yeah, they're I'm all sure. they all come back like you're saying to that one supplier of mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. And you know now it doesn't take much for me to boycott any beer I don't drink. So just mm-hmm. and if I did, well, it's easy then. <laughs> yeah, you know when I did, I'll say this. I almost say it if I did. When I did, it was never Bud Light. Well, I was thinking that along I, the same line. It just line. never was a, yeah, that didn't happen. <clears throat> yeah. But, you know, you're talking about, um, just to kind of get back here to the, the topic of denominationalism, you've got all these different factions working, and they're not working, they think they're working for the kingdom, but really they're just working for themselves. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's funny that you brought this up because my wife and I were, having a conversation on one of our walks, I think it was last week. And she said to me, she said, you know, there's too many churches. There really And is. not, not saying that in a way like, wow, we don't need more evangelism and sharing the gospel. We do need more of that, but there's too many in the sense that if I don't like this one, I can walk down the street. Sometimes I can walk next door and go to one that I might like. It's all about me what's on the menu right you know and that's i'm gonna tell you something uh cafeteria christianity yeah there you go i've heard that before and i like it it is good it it really is i'll take a little bit of uh i'll take a little bit of once saved always saved and and a half a dish no give me a full dish of uh, pre-tribulation rapture uh no no hold back on the uh i have to live a holy life uh and Oh, purity. No, we don't do dessert. So we do you won't guys ha- have rewards. Yeah. Oh, don't forget. Yeah. Rewards. I, I, I want, I want a big heaping bowl of rewards <laughs> with nothing to show for them. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Now I believe in, I believe, you know, don't, don't get us wrong. We we're we're being mocking a bit and what do you call that? Satirical. A little yes. parody in there, but the thing of it is, is that's what it comes down to is, you know, what makes me feel comfortable when I sit down in that pew, you know, if, if I come out there and I tell you, uh, look, and I've, I've done this, so it's gotten me in trouble. Walk with God. Enoch walked with God and God took him. Noah walked with God, and we saw what happened. You know, uh, you, you ever read Noah's Bible? It's like three pages, I mean, three uh, verses long. Noah, I'm going to flood the earth. <laughs> you know? Build an ark. I'll give you the dimensions. You get to it. That's Noah's mm-hmm. Bible. But he walked with yeah. God. He understood mm-hmm. God, and he understood. See, we don't understand God. We don't, no. we don't have a, cause the, the, the teaching of who God is, oh yeah, he's God. He's, he's, uh, omniscient. He's omnipresent. He's, uh, uh, what's the other one? <laughs> My brain just went out the window, but you know, anyway, he's, he's all seeing, all knowing, always he's present. Everything. Yeah. He's got it all. <laughs> You know, he, he, you can't fool God, but that's all we know. You know, that, that's what we play with. And the fact of the matter is there's more to it than that. He's pure. He's holy. He's, he's the creator. He's, it just goes on and on and on and on the, 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 the descriptors that we can use. And, Mm -hmm. and still with all those, it's hard for us with our finite minds to wrap around that and understand that he's looking for us a peculiar people, as Peter put it in first Peter, we are a peculiar people. We should be a peculiar people. Be holy as he is holy. Yeah. What does it say in, uh, in, uh, Oh, is it, it's first or second John. Um, don't conform to this world. Yep. We're not supposed to be like the world. So why do we continually try to adapt ourselves to be like the world, thinking we're going to attract people to change if we are exactly the same as what they are that we are trying to attract? 
Exactly. They don't see they don't see anything different. So why should I change? Uh, yeah, I mean, if I can if I can come to the church, and it's dark, and the music's entirely too loud. I know I know of a church. I had a person tell me this that the first time they went in, and it was it was one of these newfangled ones that goes along with what's that big one you got over there that's a mess crosswalk cross cross crosswalk cross <laughs> <laughs> that was close <laughs> this one's over here is very much the same they're all they're all kind of tagging into the same hill song ideal yeah and hill song bethel all oh, God, that, that that's another that's another day <laughs> but hill song I mean, that's that's what it is they they're following a model they yeah they picked up on it and they actually were handing out earplugs because the music was so loud and you know a lot, of, I, a lot of folks said yeah that's okay we like it loud i thought that the whole point of a worship service was not to sit and observe people on a stage but to actually participate but you know call me old-fashioned i guess i have i have uh my my latest ministry i've told you about it a lot is 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 in a care facility Mm-hmm. And you know, people always get wow, those people they they're all you know. No, they're not. Some people, their body just broke. Their mm-hmm. mind is sharp as it can get. Mm-hmm. And I've had I've had several that are like, man, I never heard because people go to anywhere in the church alone. There's no teaching. It's just you know, I'm not saying that that's a blanket statement. I shouldn't say that, but in a lot of churches, there's no teaching. It's how can I make you feel good today? Okay, give me a bowl full of I want to feel good, off the buffet line there. Uh, Milk. Yeah, there you go. Well put. You know that's what. Or, that's, go ahead. Or it's uh, just rehashing the same topic and beating it up over and over again. And there's a there's a verse that I'll look up at. Uh, go ahead while you're, you go ahead. While yeah. And uh, well, basically all, all I was saying is, is, you know, I've run into people who appreciate teaching with the preaching. There's not a, to me, there's not a delineator there. You know, there's not a definite line. Oh, he's more of a preacher than a teacher or more of a teacher than a preacher. No, you got to be both your mm-hmm. job is and I, I wrote I wrote this note in a on a piece of paper and stuck it in my Bible so I see it every once in a while when I'm flipping through that says preach today like it's the last chance you'll ever get. Mm. Because yeah. it may be. God may pull the plug on you. I mean we don't know when our, our day comes. Uh or the people might because people will do it. So you know what? Let's well, just yeah. make sure that they, they get it when I'm there. Yeah, you know, it's going to be the, the the uncompromised word of God is coming your way. And sometimes, unfortunately, the people are getting it. And then the uh, the quote unquote leaders will pull the rug out from under you. Yep. And show you to the door in a heartbeat. I found the verse that I'm looking for. Go Actually, for it. it's a little bit of a passage. So let me yeah, let me read it. Read, read let away. It sink in here. Yep. Hebrews chapter six, Mm. it says, now this ties into what we were just talking about. Therefore, let us move beyond the elementary teachings about Christ and be taken forward to maturity, not laying again the foundation of repentance from acts that lead to death and of faith in God, instruction about cleansing rites, the laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. And God permitting, we will do so. It's impossible for those who have once been enlightened, who have tasted the heavenly gift, who have shared in the Holy Spirit, who have tasted the goodness of the word of God and the powers of the coming age, and who have fallen away to be brought back to repentance. To their loss, they are crucifying the Son of God all over again and subjecting him to public disgrace. Just let that soak in for a minute, especially, yeah. especially verse six, who have fallen away to be brought back to repentance. It is impossible. Now, just as a caveat to that, that doesn't mean 
that if you backslide a little bit, that you cannot come back. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not saying that. That's what people. I know. I know you're not, Mike. But people <laughs> will jump to that. Oh well, I backslid. Sure. I'm done. You know, it, it, in in the in the context of what was going on there was that uh, the people went back to Judaism, right? And and uh, you know, if you <laughs> and you could go back to the world too, you know. It mm-hmm. just is just as quick, uh, mm-hmm. and it's and it's the same thing. I mean, we don't. You know, wh- why would you want to? Mm-hmm. You've you've escaped that. I mean, if you want an escape, there's your escape. You've escaped the trap of the devil in the world, and you've uh, read read. Uh, you're, you're in Hebrews. What, are you using a paper Bible or? Are you... I'm on the web. Okay, uh, go to Hebrews three and read verse twelve kind of sets in there too about the evil heart of unbelief see to it brothers and sisters that none of you has a sinful unbelieving heart that turns away from the living god does that kind of fit with that as well it does i think it does i think it does you know there's a lot that what what i run into there's where we run into it this this kind of that all starts to fit together like a puzzle of, mm-hmm. you know, when you try to bring that uncompromising word of God, word of God, not the word of man, not the, not the constant, here's a story, here's a story, here's a joke, here's a story, uh, okay, here's the denominational breakdown of how you should believe, blah, blah, blah. But the fact that this is the word of God, people will turn on you. Mm-hmm. And these are people in the church, the people out there on the street, Sometimes they listen to you better than the ones in the church will. But the church will turn on you because you've gone against some denominational mantra that they've come up with. Well, a prophet's not even welcome in his hometown. That's <laughs> what Jesus said. First, yeah. first John 2, 6 was one I was looking for. This one got me in trouble. He that says, says, good, good English, Tom. Yeah. He that saith. He abideth in him, ought himself also to walk, even as he walked. Now, let me clarify that with a little bit better English. He that says he abides in Jesus, ought himself, that'd be me, myself, also to walk, even as Jesus walked. Mm. That's 1 John 2, 6. That's one of my Mm. go-tos. And that got me in trouble in a church. How dare we try to uh, become more like Christ? Or, uh, the word Christian means emulator, imitator of Christ. And most people don't mm-hmm. realize that. They just think it's a, oh, that's an Americanism, you know. So, so what about the, the passage? I think it's 1 Corinthians uh, 3-something. or I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on it. I think I know but, what you're uh, talking about. Yeah, right. yeah. Well, first I'm paraphrasing here. Go ahead and paraphrase now. See if I can find it. Okay, Par- I'll, I'll stall for time while you look for it. Um, <clears throat> paraphrasing this: if if you're a new creation in in Christ, uh, you are you're supposed to change, right? Mm-hmm. Did you find it? No, I didn't. Okay, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, I don't know if that's in First Corinthians three. Might be second Corinthians. First, first, first Corinthians three talks a lot about the foundation that you build your life on, and mm-hmm. that foundation is Christ, um, and and everything that we do as in the body of Christ. That that that, uh, that, that this is the reward thing. You know, uh, you'll have gold, silver, and precious stones, wood, hay, and stubble. The things that like I know people that. You know, I work around the church. I I clean the floor. I do this. I do that. They they find that to be their uh, salvific mm-hmm. reward. And I'm like, okay, you may get a reward for that, but it's actually wood, hay, or stubble. It's going to burn up because where's the eternal uh, significance of what we do? You know, now um, I know people that do that, and yet they still they're out there handing out tracts to people they don't know. Uh, they're talking to him about Jesus. They're they're trying to win souls. That is the gold, precious stones, and uh, silver. 
uh, that will last forever, you know, but all the other stuff, it's periphery. You know, they didn't mow the grass back in Jesus day, did they? They had goats for that, for crying out loud. But, uh, you know, so much busy work gets added in. Uh, I have a guy that constantly says, you know, just for coming to church today, you'll get a reward in heaven. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I, I, I keep searching. I can't find it. I can't find it. I don't know where you're finding that ad, buddy. I'm, I'm still I, I just, I got the verse that I was looking for. Good. I don't know why I couldn't think of it. Second Corinthians. That's usually Second, how I do it. Yeah. Second Corinthians 5, uh, 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. And the last part, the most important part, the old has gone, the new has come. Oh, yeah. So that implies, you know, that there has to be some kind of a change in your life and you have to actually become a new creation, and which is only possible, I should add. It's only possible because of Christ and because of his his death on the cross and his shed blood. It's not because of anything we do. We're not saved by works or anything that we do. But there are some conditions that go along with God's grace and that, you know, the conditions are such that we're not supposed to keep on sinning and we're supposed to change and we're supposed to walk with God and we're supposed to strive to become more like Christ. Right? Yes, sir. First Corinthians two sixteen. for who hath known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. There you go. Uh, the, the writings of Paul, you know, a lot of people just, well, that's it. Paul's not Jesus. <laughs> So we should only use that. we should only use like four books of the Bible where where Jesus walked the earth. Uh, I want to I want to clarify that for anybody out there that wants to throw those things around uh, the entire Bible, the Holy Bible that you have there in your hand or in your lap mm-hmm. if you're going following along with us. It's about Jesus. He wrote it. He gave the words to men to write it. And that'll start a firestorm. Well, no, he was he didn't come around till you know three BC or whatever. <laughs> uh, he's eternal. Jesus yeah, is that, eternal. Period. Let's tie that into exactly what you said here at Second Timothy three sixteen. Oh yeah. All Scripture is God breathed and it's useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Sound familiar? Yes, sir. I believe in the King James, it, says, it uses the word doctrine mm. in there where it says teaching. And what do you, are you using New King? Uh, that was just NIV. I, NIV. I did a quick okay. search. So That's fine. Um, yeah. All the, scripture. All scripture, period. New Testament, Old Testament, all. <laughs> so there's context, context, context. Oh, no. That's a, my old. Uh, one of my teachers of the old days, Jacob Prash. I don't use his name too often out in the open, but Jacob had some really good teaching. And, you know, that was his main thing was context, context, context. Uh, a context, what, how do you say it? Text with a, without a subtext is a pretext or something like that. But you, to have, you, you take a, a text with a subtext and you have, the context is, is kind of how that mm-hmm. went, if I remember correctly. You know, because you can take a New Testament, you know, the New Testament versage that we see is a lot of times reiteration from the Old Testament. Sure. Jesus taught from the Old Testament, specifically the Septuagint, which mm-hmm. was a Greek translation of the Old Testament done in uh, days of Alexander. Well, probably after, the, probably after Alexander, but you know, one of the things that we always have to be mindful of and careful of, especially if we're in a position where we are teaching people, uh, which goes hand in hand with preaching to people. When we talk about context, we cannot always just take a verse or a passage and directly apply it to us today because who it was written to was written for a specific reason. So you get a lot of, uh, scripture twisters who like to just cherry pick something and twist it and that. apply it to us. 
I was sitting but here, not everything applies to us. I you was know? sitting here thinking cherry picker, and you just said it. So that's there, there you go. We shouldn't cherry pick scripture. I I had another I, I had another guy. I don't know who it was. It said if you want to you know get context and folks, we're not trying to teach you English or or take you deep into a, a biblical uh, study. This is just normal. If you're reading a book. You don't read one mm-hmm. sentence in the book and say, okay, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> you know, uh, you, you know, like war and peace, you know, it's like 1500 pages long. I would I don't know anybody that would want to read it, but you know, that's literary. Giants. <laughs> that's literary. Yeah. Get the cliff notes. Um, yeah. if you, uh, this, anyway, this fellow said, read scripture with a 2020 vision. 20 verses before, 20 verses after, that cherry-picked scripture. And I used to do that to preachers all the time. I'd sit there in church and because you know, most of the time they'll read a, a passage and then they'd go off on a rabbit trail somewhere. So I, I don't even care about your rabbit trail. I start reading the other stuff <laughs> around that scripture. That's, and that's good advice. It is. I mean, it, it, you know, sometimes you really gain a perspective, you know, because I can take – you know, like what we've talked about already, uh, and uh, like we were doing in Proverbs when we started about uh, pride goeth before destruction, and and you said, well, what about the verse before? And then you read the verse after, which you know, in in Proverbs, a lot of times you can cherry pick a scripture, yeah, they can, because they they're Proverbs, you know, and that's how mm-hmm. Solomon wrote them. But that was a perfect example of not just centering in on that one. There's others that fit right in there with it. And I think it's Proverbs chapter 6. There's a whole list of things that God hates. Mm-hmm. You can't just read one verse and get it. It's, it's, a, it's a passage thing. Um, but what we run into is the fact that what we, we uh, discussed about earlier, too, is these many and few passages that come up. Uh, do you want to you want to touch on that real quick? We're getting close to an hour. We can. Yeah, we can, we're getting. That might be that might be a good one for another day, or we'll. I want to we'll lose our people. Yeah, <laughs> but I, you can touch on it's your I show. Will, you go. I want to <laughs> tap it, and then then we'll go from there. Uh, the, the, the one of the one of the premier passages is of course is in uh matthew chapter seven mm-hmm. and if i'm not mistaken it's verse number 13 i did a whole sermon on this. Uh, yep verse number 13 uh talks about the straight gate and the narrow way mm-hmm. few there are that will find it and many that will go down the road to destruction i'm mm-hmm. paraphrasing because i don't have it in front of me but me and mike are going to come back together again. Um, can we do it next week someday? I, I think we have to. Yes. Yeah, I think we do too. Cause we really need to go into this and this fits in as well with all the other stuff we've talked about. Yeah. You know, not so much of the sodomite stuff, but mm-hmm. both of us have a denominational problem. Uh, I, I, I don't dislike any of God's church. I think you're, you're the same. Uh, now some right. of them have in, even in the the crossroads and Hillsong, there are people there who know the Lord and they love the Lord. Now, why they're still in those heretical churches, I don't know. But with the truth coming out about what they really are, people are leaving in droves. Um, but Matthew twenty four, mm-hmm. uh, Jesus uses that many a couple of times. I'm just gonna punch one real quick Matthew 24 and Mm -hmm. 5 for many shall come in my name saying I am Christ and shall deceive many uh now how many people do you actually know that come around to you and say hey I'm Christ uh if they did you're like oh good to meet you see ya now you usually cross the other side of the street yeah Uh, whatever you gotta do to get away (laughs) from that guy because lightning is coming uh when you when you understand that Jesus, I mean, he knew who he was. He was Jesus, the Christ, the Son of the Living God. Uh, Christ means anointed. 
or anointed one, just like Messiah in, in mm-hmm. uh, Hebrew. And that's what he's saying. These people are going to come around there saying, hey, I'm anointed. And you should listen to me. And, you know, I think some of them actually do think they're Christ, but uh, Jesus Christ. But we all know that they're not. <clears throat> and I think they'll find out they aren't either when the time comes. But many will come in my name, he said, saying, I am a Christ or I'm anointed, and they'll deceive many. That shakes me to the core. Mm-hmm. You know, if 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 you read Matthew 24, there are folks that are listening all around the world, and I adjure you to do so. Just go through and look at how many times our Lord said, the, or used, I'll say this, the used the word deceive or deceived or will be deceived, those kind of things. Right off the bat, Matthew 24 and 4, I could, uh, since we're doing our context thing, <clears throat> after his uh, disciples asked him, you know, what, what is, uh, what's, what's the sign of your coming in the end of the world or the end of the age? Jesus said, take heed that no man deceive you. Mm-hmm. Paul said the same thing. Mm-hmm. John said the same thing. These, these, mm-hmm. you know, Peter, they all reiterated to the whole idea of being deceived or people de- trying to deceive you. Right. And as we uh, close with this today, I think that uh, just be very careful. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't knock denominations unless it's Jehovah's witnesses and Mormons and the Roman Catholic church. But I will say this, it's easy for someone to even get deceived in the Baptist church, the church of Christ, the church of the, the Lutherans, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. Deceivers are everywhere. You have good people and good pastors and good preachers in all those places, but you also have those guys that come in and they're, they're just power hungry and they want more. And they might not even be the preacher. They might be on the board. I'm going to let you close out, Mike, with uh, final thoughts. Remind people who you are. Yeah, it's. I mean, this is a a, a wide spanning conversation. It's funny how sometimes we're when we're talking, we we want to go one way and we wind up going a different way and and covering a lot of boy, oh boy, a lot of different. Pass. So we got to come back to this one with, you know, Matthew 7 and 24 specifically. Uh, I was just talking to my wife last week and I quoted that, that verse about the, the narrow path. And uh, it's, 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 it's something that deserves our attention. And it also should be something that, that spurs us on to stay on the right path and help other people and, stay on that path and to help them stay on the right path too. So that they're not deceived by the the wiles and schemes of the devil, uh, which, like you said, uh, the devil can use any man. The devil could use me, or even you. Yes, sir. Uh, if we if we let him get a foothold, that's why we. It's so important to be in the Word, to be in prayer, to know who God is, and to be seeking after Him, so that we don't get snatched uh, by the devil's schemes and used by him. But, um, yeah, we'll have to touch on this topic of uh, go deeper in it for sure. I constantly remind people of Paul in the book of Acts where where he uh, went to the Bereans. And it says that, I, I can't try, I, I'm, again, Holy Spirit just laid it on me, and he didn't tell me what, what chapter, but I think it's chapter 17 of Acts that says the – Bereans were more noble than those that were in Thessalonica because they went back and searched the scriptures to Mm -hmm. see if what Paul said was true. Yeah. Now, if you're going to check up behind Paul, you definitely need to check up behind Tom and Mike. I I, I don't If you think there's something I'm saying that's wrong or Mike's saying, just 
Hey, and you know how to get, everybody should know how to get a hold of me. It's easy. If you're listening to us, there's a link there somewhere for the email to this show. Now I'm a really bad about checking email, but if I see it, I guarantee you we'll, we'll have a discussion. Mm -hmm. Uh, but we, I, I really, I think people know by now that we try very hard to stay in bounds. Uh, and if you stay in the scripture and I, yes, you can, you can twist it if you are so desiring to do so. I'm not, and I know you're not. Like, no way. <laughs> uh, but you know, it, it, we can, we can, we can have an opinion slip in there that maybe isn't completely in it, but you know what? That's because we're human and stuff happens. But I think what we've talked about today pretty much hits it all. You know, there, you don't want to get caught up in pride. You don't want to have the denomination. See the, the thing is to end these denominations, have become the sacred cows of today. You mm-hmm. can't talk about my denomination. I don't want to, but sometimes we have to uh, really kind of seek out and see, is everything they say, boom, right on target, or maybe they're just off a little bit. You know, we've got to get back to becoming biblical Christians. Oh. And call ourselves that. Don't 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 put a label on yourself. Just just be a Christian. And even now, sometimes that has a, a bad context because you mentioned the Mormons and the Jehovah Witnesses. They call themselves Christians too. Yes, they do. <laughs> so maybe it's even better to say, I'm a follower of Christ. There you go. I'm a Bible believing follower of Jesus Christ. Amen. This is a song by Need to Breathe called The Outsiders, and I think it probably fits with what we've done to ourselves today. We might get deplatformed after this one. You never know. I, I watch how I title these things because I'll tell you yeah. what, they, I've, been, I've had them yank me a couple of times over the years. Mike, it's been fun having you. You go, yeah. you go ahead and have a good weekend. Hit the lake if you can. I'll do what I can. Under underneath all the smoke. Right, right. Put on my gas mask. <laughs> Brother, I love you. Take care of yourself. And uh till next time. This is Tom Richardson with my friend Mike Lyons from the World Turned Upside Down Podcast. We are the outsiders. And we are the outsiders. <laughs> Good timing. Love that song.